Thank you for tuning into a podcast in our series, Real Life. Stay tuned for an inspirational exploration of dynamic experiences and insightful reflections on the highs, the lows, life presents. TBS Now Radio brings you engaging content no matter where you are listening to this stream. Don't touch that dial as you journey with our presenter and guest today. Remember, this is a real-life podcast stream coming to you from TBS Now Radio. Stay with us as we uncover faith-based principles and practical ways to make a success of life. We've got something really special for you today, and um, my guest today is a singer, she's a songwriter, she's a playwright, she's a drummer and vocal instructor. She's also a publisher. J.B. Rose is her name, and she simply styles herself these days as singing vegan mom. But is there more to her than meets the eye? Come with me on this voyage of discovery. JB Rose, you're welcome to the Thorough African Group Community Voice Radio. Hello, thank you very much for having me. It is a pleasure to have you this morning. So what got you into music and how would you describe your sound? Well, music I always did from I could ever remember singing, dancing at home uh, years ago, Top of the Pops. I couldn't wait every Thursday night to sing and dance along to whatever songs was in the charts. Um, my mum signed me up quite quickly to music classes and ballet and piano classes and I was always doing it. So um, for me, it's always just been my life. So ballet, singing, dances. So you've had a very, very strong creative past. Tell us about your your family life. What was it like? My family life. Okay, well, I'm one of five. I'm the middle child. Okay. And um, uh, growing up, we lived in South London, Lewisham. My mum's a nurse. My dad's a carpenter. Um, and um, we went to school and everything. But every in the evening, I was always doing some kind of activity. I was always doing music. I was always doing dance classes. I was always doing something, um, which I get from my mum anyway. Because although my mum wasn't in the music or that drama thing, she was always at the college doing cake making class or basket making or something. So I think that that I got from my mum. So that sounds like a very, very, very interesting background. <laughs> Tell my audience about coping in the pandemic and how your new song Gold is doing. Okay, well, um, I think I've been quite blessed during the, the pandemic um, because, uh, you know, where we live, it's quite green. We live in Essex here. Well, we live in the uh, Chefford Hundred, and um, and so I'm very much aware that um, you know things are not not as bad for us as it is for other people. Um, and I've got two boys, and so uh, especially the first lockdown, you know, we spent a lot of time together, which was really good for us. And um, then we did a lot of bike riding, you know. I remember last year, everybody wanted a bike, and um, well, we had some, so we just rode around on the bike. And, and I was creative, and I was also always doing my music. And um, as you suggested, uh, you told everybody earlier, I um, do. I'm a cook, I'm a cook. I love cooking vegan food, so. I was doing lots of recipes online, I was writing music, me and my boys were hanging out. So I can say, for me, it was quite a positive time. I know that a lot of people are losing people. In fact, we lost 
quite a few people that we knew quite close to in our family or around our family but in terms of you know it was a good time for us to also just strip back because you know we're always so busy and doing a million things and what this pandemic did for me was help me to just do two or three things and do them really well so tell us about the song. What was the inspiration for the song Gold that is currently in the charts? It's in the charts. It was released last week, uh, Friday. So it's a whole week now. It's been out. And um, as soon as it was released, it went into number four on the Amazon R&B charts. Um, new releases, most requested song. Um, 82 on iTunes chart, which is brilliant because, you know, um, songs are released. Thousands of songs are released every day. So for us to come in on iTunes at 82 is amazing. Amazing. And that brings us to a point. Do you mind if we listen to a little snippet of gold? gold. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I think we'll we'll come back to the song in a few in yes. a few minutes. Like, okay. So, tell us what you learned earlier in your career that has made you such an accomplished artist. Um, I hard work. Um, um, I love art. I love my art. I love doing drama. I love doing theatre. I love doing music. That's all I did. I in, I engrossed myself into it. Um, and it wasn't a chore. I was very blessed because my mother and father supported me. I know that other people. You know, they might not have parents that quite understand, you know, people from uh, black or African or Caribbean um, parentage, they just want you to study all the time. So, <laughs> okay. so, so, I, so, so I was very blessed to say that um, my, I was allowed to um, sort of follow my heart and study and I, I wasn't forced to kind of do anything I didn't want to do. So I had lots of time to kind of grow. Great, great stuff. So... People always generally want to know a little bit about um, collaborations, your collabos. Uh -huh. You know, what collabos are you most proud of in your music career? Well, the, the collaboration I'm doing now is really, really good. Which the one with me? No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. Go the collaboration of the, so um, I'm part of a team or writer, well, or a team, 2B3. Um, and Neville Thomas, he is a fantastic um, and talented producer and sort of writer. And he's written with people like Beverly Knight, um, and he's worked with a lot of American acts, Anita Baker, and that kind of thing. Oh. And um, so he's brilliant. And then we've got another writer called Shantae Marie. And the three of us, we've just kind of every time we meet together to write songs, so we're working on that album, which will be out end of the year. Every time we meet, we always seem to come up with gems, if we say so, if I say so myself. So that's a great collaboration. I've worked with lots of other people like Omar in my time. Um, I used to do um, sort of backing vocals for, I remember years ago, Latoya Jackson and, and that sort of thing. Um, but right now, I, I'm enjoying my collaboration with the team I work with. Excellent. Tell us about the lyrics of gold. Tell us um, what the inspiration, give us a few of those lyrics okay. and what they mean to you. Okay, so the first verse says, um, people criticize you and they say they don't like you. That makes you feel like you're not worth it. So um, over the years, as much as I, you know, done what I've done, sometimes when you come up with an idea, you know, some of the closest people who you care about may sort of go, oh, what's that? Uh, why are you doing that? And if you take that on sometimes, it, it, it's because you're taking on their fear. 
and I realise it's other people's fear. And I also realise that with all my experience and knowledge, that I actually do know what I know. And so that's why in the chorus it says you're gold. Everything you knew, you know. Just be told you are gold, yeah? You know what you're doing. Um, and then the second verse, it talks about... Um, uh, the second verse, oh, it's gone out of my mind. The second verse, how could that happen? Um, uh, uh, criticize... Um, uh, okay, uh, we'll, no, we'll, come, we'll come back to the second verse. <laughs> we'll come back to the second verse. So, what is the most important cause in your life and why do you support it oh i don't know if i have a one particular cause i would say that the core of us is about love and kindness mm. and if we uh so and this is my duty or my own personal responsibility to um exude that so that people uh, maybe will, will be able to kind of see that it's easily done it's not hard to be kind if you have something break it in half share it that kind of thing because the way things are and have go have been going over the years we're very kind of self-centered self-driven you know with the instagram um, crew everybody wants to look pretty and look good and very superficial um i'm actually missing what's happening around us the real things that are happening in life and so for me i would say kindness Learn love and that kind of thing. Okay, so um, I went on Amazon uh -huh. um, during the week oh. and I bought gold. Ah, well done. And I've got it. I've got it on my phone. I, I've actually got it on my phone. Right, right. I don't know if it's coming out loud enough uh -huh. um, over the wires. They criticize, they say they don't like Words that make me feel like I'm not worth it I internalize, and wear my disguise Until I saw the light in me reflected But that ain't gonna wave it down Now I see it inside out oh, yeah. So nobody can tell you how then what you want to do right now All that you want is inside of you It shows that you're gold Everything you knew you know All you got to do is be bold In control, you've been told And it shows that you're gold Everything you knew you know All you got to do is be bold In control, you've been told And it shows that you're gold Fantastic. <laughs> Straight off on the fly. And so I remember the second verse. So I had to learn that people we meet, they don't always have the best intentions. And again, that was again about me thinking, you know, people don't always have the best intentions. So go within, think about what you know and, you know, and not be discouraged by others other people's opinions. yeah opinions which is okay. their fears yeah and on the opinion note we're going to go to a break uh -huh. now and when we come back we're going to get more into the vegan side of things and oh. um, how you got to become the vegan singing mom singing vegan mom. Oh, singing vegan mom. <laughs> stand don't touch that dial we'll be right back with you
Stream from TBS Now with Femi Ibiwaya. Inspirational, engaging, uplifting radio. Don't, don't touch that dial. Discovery. So, Jamie Rose, before we went on the break, yes. we kind of alluded to the fact that you do something vegan, something, something, something. Yes. Okay, so tell us about it. How did you become vegan? Well, How- um, I started, I, I was a vegetarian for many, many years. And then when I got pregnant with my son at 12, like 12 years ago, he's 12 now, um, I decided, or 13 now, I suppose, I decided I'd go completely vegan. And that was because um, I had seen so many programs about how food is, how meat is produced, um, the mass production, um, and, you know, the way that animals are treated, but also the chemicals that they put in the, the meat. Um, and the reasons why we are very sick all the time is to do with all the, the chemicals that they put in the food and the way they produce it and they process it. And I've just seen enough documentaries where when I got pregnant, I said I didn't want my son to have this in him. So that was it. I became a vegan. Okay, so <laughs> what health benefits have you uh, derived from being a vegan? Um, many, um, clarity, you know, um, number one, some, you know, having meat sometimes can, can fog the mind and, um, uh, weight, you know, you know, that kind of thing. And it's good. It it combats most uh, illnesses that people tend to get when they start getting older is to do with a kind of culmination of too much meat eating kind of thing, especially red meat. You like look that. ageless. 
So, so <laughs> it'll be very, very difficult for me to confirm. Or I, 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 I mean, if you didn't tell me that you had a twelve-year-old son, I'd probably think you were nineteen years old. Oh, what a wonderful man! <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 segues nicely to um, the, the 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 next thing. You're a mom to two boys. Yes. How do you juggle all your life? Um, Priorities: your business, your theatre work, your music, singing, composing. Where do you find the time? People always ask me that, and I always say sometimes I don't know. If I think about it, then I don't have any time. However, because all the things I do is things that I love to do, um, it always generally works out on time. Um, the kids get what they need. I drop them to the right places. I remember their schedule as well as my schedule. Um, I do my cooking videos, I go to the studio, um, and of course I do have support. So um, their, their dad looks after the kids, and then my, my, I've got nieces and nephews who has them. Um, and a lot of my work anyway is quite flexible, so sometimes the kids come along and they enjoy it. They you know, sometimes when I do festivals and stuff, they're out there in the, in the park somewhere and I'm singing, you know, don't care, they don't care what I'm doing, they're just doing what, bouncing on trampolines or whatever. And um, so it all kind of works out. <laughs> David Cameron once left his son in the park. Was it his son or his daughter? I think it was his son. Was his son? Yeah, 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 yeah. He his left son, his son. In, in well, the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, ever, have you ever done a gig and forgotten the kids? No, I've done a gig and I can't find the kids. <laughs> you can't find the kids. Yeah, yeah, I've, okay. been, I've been there for ages. It happens all the time, especially when um, there's like uh, activities for kids. Then my kids are, I can't find them. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about your theatrical um, collaboration and business. Tell Tara. Okay. I set up Tell Tara with a friend of mine called Angela Michaels because I also, theatre is a love of mine. And I have in the past, um, I, got, I must have been about 12, uh, <laughs> just to sort of like, and we set, uh, and I, I, um, I have written stuff for TV. I wrote, a, actually it was a, a drama set in the church called Brothers and Sisters. Okay. And it was the first black drama TV ever on the BBC, and I was a part of the really? team of writers. Yeah, for the wow. BBC. Um, because I came up through youth theatre, so okay. we, when you come through youth theatre organisations, mm -hmm. you learn all things, you learn mm -hmm. all skills, music, um, theatre, script writing and all that, and I loved it. Um, and um, so I had a lot of experience writing for shows, um, I used to work for schools, I still do, sometimes schools will ring me up and ask me to work in a term, where we look at subjects that are in that... Uh, in the curriculum. Not necessarily curriculum, but also what the kids are going through. If they're going through bullying, if they're going through how, how do you manage social situations, so contextual issues. Yeah, within their lives, and then we would create a stuff, a, a play, or whatever that 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 directly comes from them, and I will help shape their ideas and their poetry and their stories. So I had much experience as a writer, uh, and uh, having had plays um, produced in in theatres in at, at Hackney Empire, um, at the Albany Theatre, and so on and so forth. And I discovered that all my peers, who were also really you know experienced writers and published and book writers, we were always not being allowed to kind of go up. It's the glass ceiling. We mm. always ended up just always being black people are always the um, we we're always emerging, which I hate. Mm. Emerging writer. We are never <clears throat> the writer. We have acclaimed books written, but in the Europeans' eyes, we are emerge, emerging writers. So I set up Tell Tara Theatre. Yep. 
because um, to basically allow writers who are experienced mm -hmm. um, to just tell their stories because also the stories that we get to see on TV and even on, on you know radio plays are the stories that the Europeans want to hear about us which is not always the most positive stories so tell tower is a Caribbean saying which is tell tell stories tell tell telling stories so that's what right. that's about and that's why I did it fantastic okay so You've touched on something that is very, very important to most black, um, um, African, Asian, um, the minority et ethnic uh, group. Mm -hmm. And this is about tokenism. Yeah. Uh, tokenism in diversity. Um, the, you see that in the workplace. Mm -hmm. You see that in schools. You see that in um, opportunities. Uh, you see that in the health sector. Yeah. I, I, I had an interview with a doctor mm -hmm. who said there is a glass ceiling. I said even in the medical um, world, yeah. with doctors and consultants, he said, yes, you, mm -hmm. you, you, you become a doctor, you become a consultant. But when it comes to managing trusts, you simply are not considered, or considered to be. And, and so um, since... George Floyd happened, mm -hmm. which is sad to, to actually say the death of somebody mm -hmm. then forces society to have a rethink. Mm -hmm. Do you think that enough is being done to actually properly re um, open up avenues for people to accelerate through this glass ceiling and, and shattering? I think there's lots to be done still. I think there's an awareness. Mm -hmm. I think there are still a lot of people who want... Is that awareness? Is that good enough? No. So that what what I else think, needs I, to be done? I think what's happening is this. Yes, um, but, um, I think people are was forced to see what happens to black people every day. Mm. Uh, and they are shocked. We're not because we know this is what happens to us. Mm -hmm. And um, and then but within every sector, you talked about um, um, medical and in in education the same I have mm -hmm. teachers I have friends who are deputy head teachers never going to be the head teacher etc etc mm. and so within every um, field yeah there has to be a champion uh, and and groups that are going to keep pushing and making sure that we get through so I wouldn't say anything enough is done I think it's the beginning that's why we're glad you're here on the front African Community Voice Radio to champion those views and to put them out there. So thank you for that. You recently came out of a hiatus. What made you go away in the first place? I wasn't, you know, people, I don't know why people say I was, hey, I was always singing. In fact, you know that because I, you, I've been at a few um, Black History Month events where I'd sung out with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, gosh, um, the Alfag um, charity. charity yeah. So um, I suppose in terms of this is the more commercial outing yeah but i never stopped singing i was always doing weddings funerals christenings and charities so <coughs> and um but i did two years ago my mum passed and she had um diabetes so there was a time i wasn't pushing myself in the commercial sector mm. in the way i am now i've got a single out i've got a video blah blah blah, blah you know which ha it has a different demand yeah Whereas if I'm doing a gig for a charity, I can prepare and turn up. But what's what I'm doing for this now is a much bigger thing and with a bigger thing. So that 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 I hope that answers that really. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so um, let's ask a, a trivia question now. Go for it. This is nothing to do with the uh, stuff that <laughs> you've curated magnificently over the years. So right. let's talk about a hypothetical situation where 
you had to choose one African country to go and retire oh, yes, into. Said that. No. What country would that be and why? I would go to Ghana. You go to Ghana. I'm sorry. The Nigerians <laughs> on this platform would am, be very, I am very, so very sorry. disappointed. You were, I thought about that question, right? And you the know, the Liberians, the South Africans, <laughs> the Kenyans. Ah, uh, but your friend here just your Zimb- the Zimbabwean friends. I oh, know you've lost them now. I know I have so many, <laughs> but when I weighed it up, yeah, I always think about if I was to live there with my family. Yeah. I would need to go where I, there are people who are my family as good as. So my children were um, literally, I would say, raised. They, they, their um, childminder was a lovely Ghanaian family. They'd gone back to Ghana. Well, you give you another one from anywhere else in uh, Africa. Uh, you give me more family. I'm pretty, I'm pretty. <laughs> another childminder. Uh, yeah, another childminder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because of that, and, um, and then I, I've got loads of Ghanaian friends. So I can see myself in the community that they live in now. So I mean, I'd love to go and live in Africa, even live for a year or two. But I, that would be my first, shall we say, that would be my first port of call to stay for a while. Then I will go to Nigeria, because I do have Zimbabwe You've friends. redeemed yourself. Ah, and South Africa. <laughs> well done, well done, well done. Spoken like a true professional. My, my, and my kids are very Ghanaian. They love Ghanaian jollof rice, because I know there's a difference between Ghana. They're going to start a war I know, on this sorry, program. I know, sorry, I know. My, my dear, They're going to start a war friends. on this program. Yeah. Because the Liberians and the Sierra Leoneans will tell you I where their jollof rice is the best. And, and Nigerians will fight you on the streets. I know. Fisticuffs. I, I know. I'm my, I have a friend Over of mine who looks after my kids. She's got my kids now and she, she makes Ghanaian um, and she tell, <laughs> told me, this is how you make it. Yes. This is the best way. And I've got another friend. So I just try to stay out of it who's from Nigeria. <laughs> okay. let's, let's get back onto safe ground. Yes. So what was it like making the video for your current single, Gold? Ah, it was really good. Um, we went to a lovely studios in Cam- Camberwell, London called Camberwell Studios. Um, and we had a concept, we wanted a black space, me in gold, my dancers, I've got dancers in there and they're wearing gold as well. And um, I, 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 we choreographed it, which is new for me. As I said, this year, this time around, we're going out big. So we went, we really went for it. And then um, I wanted my sons to be in it. And so, um, but I'm not wanting my sons to be there on social media. So they're in their Black Panther outfits. I, I, ah. I was saying to my friends, I'm doing what Michael Jackson used to do with his kids, which is always cover them up. So... So that my kids have their own autonomy. They don't have to get into mummy's world or that kind of thing. You don't want them in the limelight? Yeah, not really. Not. I, I'm not. I don't. But well, you them. want them around you. I want them around me. But I don't want people to recognise them. I want them to have their own life and do their own thing and their own future. So, Is any of them coming coming after you musically? Yeah, both of them are good singers. In fact, they're very good creatively. Um, okay. I'm not sure where they're going to settle, but my, okay. they do do drums and piano and guitar and stuff, and they're learning all these things. But they also love football. And this morning I went to gymnastics with the other one. He's good at that. So it could be anything. Fantastic. We don't know. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. We're going to go to a quick break now. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do the last segment, and we'll talk about your shows. We'll talk about the music industry. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you have been listening to J.B. Rose, a singer, songwriter, playwright, drama and vocal instructor. She's a publisher. She's got a music uh, video out there. She's got a new single, Gold. We'll be right back with you after this break. Days. 
I know I got bills to pay. Am I enough to make the cut and make things go away? Always seems to be constant moving. I'm on the go as if for show, but I'm just standing still. And all you gotta do is smile. Just take one step at a time. Look within, you'll see the signs. The signs, my love. And even if it takes a while, I know life can be a trial. You can take it to the other side where there's no more stress. Gotta get up now and bring it on back to love. Bring it on back now. Gotta get up now. Bring it on back to no regrets. Shake it off now and bring it on back to love. Bring it on back now. Shake it off now and bring it on back to love. Another morning breaks again and I ain't slept a wink. It's on my mind. Another life's been taken. Can't pretend. Why this seems to be? It's so confusing. I'm at the end where I begin to search for something real. And all you gotta do is smile. Just take one step at a time. Look within, you'll see the signs. Signs. I'm alive. Ooh, and even if it takes a while, I know life can be a trial. You can take it to the other side where there's no more stress. Gotta get up now and bring it on back to love. Bring it on back now. Gotta get up now. Touch that dial.
with Femi Biwoye. My guest today is JB Rose and hasn't she been a delight? Now if you haven't been listening, the podcast will be available on Spotify on the Tag Community Voice Radio during the week. JB Rose, welcome back. Hello. Right, so what are the upcoming shows you've got lined up? Tell us about that. Where can your fans catch well, um, I have lots of internet type things happening. So like tonight I'm on a thing called Set the Trend. On uh, It's on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, and it's just uh, some people interviewing me. But I'm singing live. So I'll be singing two songs live tonight, which is uh, Saturday evening um, on called Set the Trend. Um, and I've got a few other dates. But you can find everything about what I'm going to be doing on my website, which is www.jbrose.co.uk. Of course, as you lovely mentioned, I have my YouTube vlog where not only do I cook food, but I also just uh, share my life and what I'm up to. And that's JB Rose singing Vegan Mum. And then you can find me everywhere else on Insta and Facebook and, and, and that kind of stuff. Twitter. Okay. So do you have to approve um, any followers or just come on just in everybody's welcome. Join naturally. Yeah, okay. no... Listen, you've heard it from the lady herself. You're welcome to follow her on Subscribe. Instagram. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If you go to my website, it's a brand new website and I haven't had anyone subscribe it. It literally went live yesterday. So I would be so pleased that people started subscribing and you get to find out what I'm up to. And of course, to subscribe to my um, uh, YouTube. And where can we find your songs? My songs, again, you can find it on any downloading streaming site. You can get it on Spotify, on Amazon, or iTunes, Tidal, whatever you listen to, that's where it is. Excellent. <laughs> if you had a magic wand, what one thing would you do to make the music industry better? Oh gosh, that's such a big question. Um, there's a lot of issues to do with from the with, with women and inequality. So men tend to hog everything, especially on the kind of decision making side. Um, um, what's a, the beauty of the fact that we've got the internet is that you do have control. We do have control over, you know, building a fan base. It's a lot of work. Um, but I mean, even I, I would say I'm really enjoying myself because I have control over building my audience this way, which is from the ground roots up, roots sort of from the, yeah, from the ground up. And, um, and the music industry actually, I think will follow, have to follow suit and, you know, start looking at how they run things, you know, and, at the moment, you know, with Spotify and, and iTunes and stuff, they don't actually pay much for the art. The artist, when an artist, you know, uploads their music. So I always give people an example because people don't know this, which is like there's a singer called Gary Newman. He used to be very popular in, in the pop charts, and he had one million downloads and streams, and he only got forty pounds. What? And okay. so when people when people download and stream, literally, someone like me who is not even in this guy's, uh, you know, sort of like a well-known artist. I don't get nothing. It's, mm. it's, it's it's negligible. However, you know, it, it's it's that that's the reason why you see artists selling other things. Literally everybody because they don't earn any money for music anymore. So okay. that's what we could change. Right, I've got another one of your songs ah. here. So that's called Back to Love from last year. So this one's called Back to Love. This is a song that I released after so many years. Yeah, uh, you know, this hiatus thing which didn't really happen. It did really well last year. 
So many rainy days I know I got bills to pay Am I enough to make the cut and make things go away? Always seems to be Constant moving I'm on the go as if for sure But I'm just standing still Smile One step at a time And you'll see the signs My love and even if it takes a while, life can be a trial. Take it to the other side where there is no more stress. Gotta get up now and bring it on back to love. Bring it on back to no regrets. Shaking it up, yeah, and bring it on back to love. So that song, as I said, was really successful last year. Went really down well. And again, that was a lockdown video we created as well because the lockdown happened when we did that song. I recorded some of the video footage in my house and we got some footage from all sorts of places. But the video really turned out really well. That's a really, really good couple of songs uh, that you've put out uh, this morning. Um, so, to our audience out there, the songs are available on every good platform. Um, I got mine on uh, Amazon Music, uh -huh. um, uh, iTunes, if, if, that's, your if that's your thing, go right there, look for... Baby Rose, and the single's called Gold, and it's going really well. Fantastic. The internet is a double-edged sword. What does the future portend for artists with all of the different ways that Potential revenues are whittled away. Whittled away? Okay. Um, I mean, I don't see it that way. I think it is a massive opportunity for artists to build what you've got. So if you have, there's a, there's a saying they have on the, in the internet, in the music industry, if you get 1,000 good fans, that's all you need, 1,000, and then you sell those, some, sell those them something regularly that costs around £10. Okay. Yeah. If those 1,000 people buy £10, how much do you have? Uh, that's a good philosophy right and so um it, it is an opportunity so i don't see it like it's a double-edged sword i see it again as a because i know having been signed to sony records and simon cowell and all that kind of stuff they're in control of my i had no control whereas now i have all the control and it's how you make it work okay so what's coming down the road uh give us a snippet of brand jb rose brand jb so what's happening is as a new single sorry new website on the website actually again which has just gone live i have my first vegan cookbook it's actually up there um so people can download it and pay for that that'd be great because you know we told you about the 499 10 and <laughs> <laughs> so that's my first um, and it's also got stories about me and how i my music and stuff like that um and then um i'm going to do another single probably in the end of the summer and then another cover song which is going to be a really good one and then there'll be a new uh, there'll be my album at the end of the year so very busy um cookbooks um also you can download my um i got recipes that you can download for 59p and all that kind of stuff i'm an independent artist so as an independent artist i find it really exciting to find ways to basically um get my music out get my food out and i suppose you can tell by my songs gold and back to love you know, I see everything as an opportunity and I see everything as a positive way forward. I'm, I don't see any, any um, obstacles. 
Thank you very, very much, Jamie Rose. You've been a fantastic delight. To everyone who's listening today, please support this artist. Um, she is pure gold. Ooh. And on that very, very happy <laughs> note, um, I'd like to thank you very much for your time today, coming into the studio. Uh, Tag, Thorough African Group, Community Voice Radio. Hopefully, we'll see you again Definitely. sometime in the future. Yes. Um, to my audience, you've been listening to Real Life with Femi Biwari. My guest today has been J.B. Rose. And until the next time that we come your way, it has been a delight and a pleasure to have you with us this morning. Thank you, everybody.